This is the 19th season of Bass Talk Live. BTL is presented by Bass Cat Boats, Striking Lures, Aftco, Pro Guide Batteries, X Zone Lures, Shoreline Boat and RV Repair, Spro, Gamakatsu, Big Bite Baits, The Bass Tank, Denali Rods, Beatdown Outdoors, and Sunline. BTL, coming at you. Good morning and welcome to another exciting edition of BTL Bass Talk Live where we are going to talk about bass fishing. Really cool show today. Uh, a lot of opportunity for potential Bassmaster Opens anglers in 2024. Uh, we'll get into that. There are two major tournaments going on right now that we have to talk about. First and foremost, I believe we had a wire-to-wire winner out in the desert on Lake Mojave, Kyle Grover. 56.75. He goes 20 pounds, 19 pounds, 16 and a half pounds. Total weight of 56 and three-quarter pounds to take the uh, One Bass U.S. Open, the 41st edition of the U.S. Open. So congratulations to uh, Kyle Grover, a very interesting fishery out there. Uh, we've had uh, numerous guests on to talk about that, most notably uh, Josh Bertrand, who won in 2022. He ended up finishing the event in 13th. Some other notable names up at the top. Uh, Bryant Smith coming off of a very strong rookie season on the Bassmaster Elite Series, finished third in that. Spencer Shuffield was fourth. Uh, Chris Saldane, sixth. Uh, West Coast and U.S. Open legend Roy Hawk finishing in seventh. Uh, Josh Bertrand, like I said, in 13th, uh, Gary Klaus, Phoenix boats owner, uh, in 21st, followed by Kevin short in 22nd, former elite series, I think a two or three time elite series winner there. And then, uh, current anger of the year on the BPT, Matt Becker in 23rd and Cliff perch in 24th. I could go on the list of names is crazy on that, but a lot of big names up there at the top, Smallmouth dominated a couple big, large mouth. Uh, we'll do what we can. Like I said, when, when, uh, when I learned about it, Kyle Grover, uh, a legendary angler out on uh, family, I guess out on the West coast, we'll do what I can to get Kyle on an upcoming episode of BTL over on the bass side day two, a little froggy yesterday, I think, uh, for the start of the bass nation championship, kind of the last iteration of the bass nation championship, as we know it with the top angler from each state, uh, competing, uh, in a grassroots level, top three, go to the Bassmaster classic on grand in March and the top angler who wins this event, uh, punches his ticket to the 2024 Bassmaster Elite Series. But uh, Will Davis, I know, is in second looking to defend the title. And it's been a while since we've had a title defense. Uh, I don't know if there's ever been a title defense in the Bass Nation Championship. So you can follow that over on the Bassmaster site. But I've teased this for the last week. I never really got clarity on what I could or couldn't talk about. So I was kind of, I think the word I'm looking for is am ambiguous about it i was kind of uh, a little sneaky about it but uh two really well actually three programs uh that were just announced today via press releases the first one is near and dear to my heart and that is none other than the return of the afco bass boot camp if you remember well we'll bring in the guy who's kind of responsible for this that would be uh none other than uh afco president casey shed casey thanks for jumping on btl this morning Hey, Panger, excited to be here. That It's like early for you, isn't it? Like 6.30 out there in oh, the... Yep, 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 6.30. What do we call that? The board shed? Where? <laughs> uh, it's the garage. I'm just in my garage at home. Okay. Is that board on the top, the light blue one with the orange stripe, is that the one that you uh, valiantly attempted to teach that's me? That's Panger's board right there. That's, that's, that's the Matthew Panger right there. Yeah, so... That's the one we used. Yeah. <sighs> I attempted surfing. I like to try everything once. I wish I had not been in my late thirties the first time I attempted it because things hurt for the next week afterwards. But I was out in, uh, when was that? August? Yes. August, September, sometime August, out in, uh, California. And Casey was like, dude, like let's do an early morning surf session. And I was like, absolutely not. Cause I had just been to some boardwalk that had like famous surfers on it and like they were paddling out. Where was that? Where I was on the boardwalk. 
you I were, just oh, you were in San Clemente. You were in my town. I think. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'd watch it. And I was like, dude, like I that would be like never having fish before and launching in an open. Like you're just in everybody's way, and it would just be. And you're like, no, dude, I'll take you to the beginner's beach. And it was the beginner's beach, and I looked like a beginner. It was like uh, Doheny. This is for anyone from Southern California. Doheny's like like the the Zepco of reels. It's the you know it's 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 where I learned to surf. It's where my kids learned to surf. It's a it's a great beginner spot. Um, and you did wonderful, Panger. You 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 did a good job kind of figuring it out. It's it's not like fishing where you can just kind of pick it up your first time. It's uh it's one of those things where you you are let better off learning young. And if you want to learn older, it, it takes some time. I mean, it's kind of in, been ingrained into your life in Southern California. Like you started surfing as a young, didn't you, weren't you like a surf bum for a couple of years too, where you literally like traveled around the world and just tried to catch the best waves? Uh, I, uh, kind of. I spent, um, I spent a season in Costa Rica working on boats and then my day off though, I would go surf. Okay. That was it. So I would schedule that up. And then I spent, um, then I took a month after that and traveled that coastline and surfed. And then I spent a, a four months in Southeast Asia backpacking but i kind of was you know went to the mentwise and took a boat trip there and then spent a month in bali surfing and so yeah i was trying to you know i i had known that i would come to work at afco you know god willing for my whole life and so i was trying to get that stuff out of my system post-college uh, and I, I think i did a fairly good job of it so in surfing and i should i should have asked this to todd klein when i had him on because he's out there in your neck of the woods he had a good u.s open uh as well and he's kind of involved in the pro surfing Oh yeah, he and he's a phenomenal surfer, a significantly better surfer than I, and very involved in that world. And he'd be the guy to ask a lot of that too. Yeah. Well, here's my question to you. So, like in fishing, right? Like I have 11 pounds, four ounces, caught it out of Arbuckle, bedfish. Is there like a wave for the surfers? Like, do you have specific like waves or moments like that kind of stand out to you? Like you're like that was the best wave of your life. Yeah, you definitely have that for sure. What was your What's your best wave of your life? I, um, two of them, one of them was in Montepalo in, in the, uh, the, on the Osa Peninsula in Costa Rica. And it's just like this, <clears throat> this, this fun little random, uh, right-hand break when it was me out with two other guys I worked with. And I was just kind of getting back into surfing and getting things dialed in and had caught in kind of the, the, the perfect ride on regular footed. So I like to go right when I can. Um, and got all the right turns in and just and just kind of looked around and there was monkeys up in the trees and birds flying around and it was the two boys that i'd kind of become friends with and so it was you know partly about the wave but it was just i just have this vivid memory of being there in that lineup kind of the sun beating down on you you know doing the, you know feeling like I, I i i surfed proper for once and then kind of just being there with your friends and the rest of it uh, it's it's you know it's not i'm not a tournament surfer mm -hmm. and so i don't it's not a it's more about the uh, probably what fishing is for a lot of folks, just the experience, mm -hmm. who you're with, um, and some of those memories. So that, that's probably the one that I kind of, when I daydream or think back to, I have real, real specific memories of that. It's got to be because I have specific moments where I'm like riding. Usually it's like the end of a day of practice. It's gone well. I'm riding in. It, the sun's setting. Everything's right. And you're like, man, I am where I'm supposed to be right now. I feel really confident. I'm fishing really good. And you just want those moments to last forever. Exactly. That's exactly right. And then, you know, you remember the first time you get barreled, you remember the first time you maybe do stuff, but that that's the one that really, you know, that one really, really sticks out of the, the, the feeling that's associated with that, which, you know, I, I have the same things with, with fishing. Um, I think guys have the same things hunting. I think folks that spend time outdoors have, yeah. have those experiences. And it's cool. I mean, with what you do with president of AFCO, uh, and as much as time as you spend both salt and fresh and with what I do interviewing guys, we get to spend a lot of time around a lot of guys who are doing what they truly love and are kind of living out their dreams, which I think is a rare uh, it, kind of a rare treat. There's not that many people who get to look guys in the eyes on a daily basis that are doing what they've wanted to do since they were 10 years old. Uh, you know, you talk to so many. I live here in the suburbs in California, so the majority of my friends are selling software or, you know, do whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, most people hate their job, right? Like it's just a paycheck. It mostly sucks. Um, you know, it's pretty rare. I think you get a little jaded being in our mm -hmm. industry because there's obviously lots of negatives to it, but it's, it's not often that you get to be around so many people that are just literally doing what they love. 
All right, let's talk about the AFCO Bass Boot Camp because uh, it's been five years since you've had this. I remember when it came out in 2018, uh, it was kind of, was it kind of launched in coordination with AFCO jumping into the freshwater market, primarily a saltwater company uh, that has been in your family since the 70s, your grandpa uh, and your dad, both uh, IGFA Hall of Famers. Congratulations yep. to Bill, inducted just last year. Uh, but then your grandpa as well. But then wasn't it, was it 17 or 18 that AFCO made the push kind of into the freshwater market? Yeah, it's a kind of a cool story. So uh, you set up the background totally right. And in the late 90s, early 2000s, I don't, you know Guy Harvey, the marine artist? Yeah, 100%. Everyone had the T-shirts. The t it was like kind of the trendy thing with the artistic T-shirts. He's the, the, most, art, the autograph with like the I'm long kind of, yeah. he's the most wonderful human ever He's the most talented artist. So we had the, the, the privilege of picking up the license to do his apparel right when it was taken off. Um, and so we were, you know, distributing that to Bass Pro and independence and the rest of it. And we built a, you know, pretty bit of infrastructure, staff, marketing, sales folks. Um, and so, you know, probably the, the best thing ever was picking up that license. Well, the next best thing ever was getting fired from it. Um, you know, we had some, some kind of, you know, just as those things go with licenses, it's, they don't ever last forever. And so, um, you know, instead of <clears throat> we, at that time, that was 17, 18, we were trying to figure out what to do. We didn't want to lay the staff off. We didn't mm -hmm. want to lose those connections. And so that's when we got into the, the bass fishing side of things. Um, we met a mutual friend who, 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 uh, is still a mutual friend of ours, Mike Bowster. Yep. He kind of helped guide us through that process. And, you know, a number of the, 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 programs we came up with was, you know, for one of the core tenets was, you know, conservation is such an important part of our, our business. It means so much to us. How do we apply that to, uh, to bass fishing? Um, and maybe we can get into that more a little later, but also part of that was a number of sort of unique programs. One of those was the bass boot camp. And that was in 2018, uh, Johnny Z who has gone on to do a bunch of filming for, uh, Chris Aldane, other companies, elite series anglers actually fished the opens that year. Uh, and AFCO then it was kind of a follow your dream type deal where you pay for the entry fees to uh, a triple A level event. Uh, he was fishing the Bassmaster Opens, I believe the uh, four, either four or five events that year. And then you covered the entry fees for him, gave him apparel, and then he kind of documented his journey uh, along the way. And it was published on uh, the AFCO uh, website, AFCO.com, and then also on the AFCO YouTube channel. Yep. Yeah. And you know, it's, I, I'm a awful big believer in, in, in Bassmaster. Um, I think mm -hmm. it's a, a, a wonderful pro program. Um, and this really helps kind of kill two birds, one stone for us. It's, it's one is it, um, it, you know, the, the, the idea is to help someone that's just getting started as a professional anger because Penger, you know, how dang expensive it is. It's, it's, mm -hmm. um, um, and so to kind of be able to help provide some support in that part of the process. And then two is to provide a platform. Uh, both for them to be able to tell their story and um, maybe, you know, kind of build who they are as a person. But then also for us, it, you know, let, gives us some content. It's always hard to find, you know, habitual content. So we've got a, a specific bass or freshwater social channel and YouTube and the rest of it. So, it, um, but yeah, that, that was the, the idea then and still the idea now. Yeah. So then I did it in 2019 and was selected as it. And like I said, if it's, uh, uh, definitely changed the course of my life. I mean, I would not have done it had I not been the AFCO Bass Boot Camp. I'd never done any uh, YouTube filming uh, of myself. Uh, I ended up fishing two divisions of the Toyota Series, which was the Costa Series back then under FLW. Had a great experience, which led into the Bassmaster Opens, and then apparently scared you guys away from it because it's been five years since you've had it. But the newest release is that the AFCO Bass Boot Camp is back for 2023. Yep, yeah. Um, you know, you, I, I don't even totally know why we took a break. Some of it, it's, it's a lot of work, honestly, um, for, uh, on our end to kind of coordinate it. Mm -hmm. Um, but we feel like we're at a good place to pick it back up now. And, uh, I, uh, honestly, really excited about it. Um, re really excited about the, the, um, you know, we've had two wonderful folks in yourself and, and Johnny Z. Um, and I'm sure that the third guy will be, you know, just as good in their own way. So this is for, 
Uh, and we're actually going to have Dave Rush from uh, Outdoor Brands team to talk more about the uh, the details of this. But this is for Bassmaster Open EQ anglers or potential Bassmaster Open EQ anglers who are wanting to fish all nine events. Now, that is $16,200 in entry fees. And the APCO Bass Boot Camp will pay up to that $16,200, cover all of your entry fees for the entire year. If you are selected as the 2024 AFCO Bass Boot Camp Angler, yep, um, yep, and I think the the the, the um, you know we're, we're aligning the timing of it as well with the the uh, contingency yeah. program that, that yep, and we've got that's the second half of the show is the uh, well we could say the name of it now the best on tour bucks that also includes an AFCO contingency a possible thousand dollar AFCO contingency and Sunline contingency for each event so there's eighteen thousand dollars in free contingencies just for registering for free for that but applications open October fifteenth uh, the deadline is December thirty first and then the AFCO Bass Boot Camp recruit will be selected on January seventeenth uh, you can. Click on the link in the YouTube description of this show, or you can also just go to afco.com and apply. That link is now open. Uh, I mean, you have to have your boat. You have to be a serious tournament angler who's wanting to do this. Like, this is not, I mean, none of that stuff is included. This is for that guy who believes he has what it takes, has a dream, has what AFCO is looking for, could represent the brand well, but just needs that extra push to be able to say, okay, now this is economically feasible. Yeah. A couple things. So you, you, um, um, you know, you need to, you need to already be, uh, registered to fish the opens. So this isn't, you know, this isn't just for someone who's thinking about maybe I want to fish. Okay. You, know, you have to be registered. Yet. Yep. You're going to have to be registered. Now you can apply now and, and register, mm-hmm. but eventually we're going to, we'll, re, we'll, we'll confirm with, um, Bass, you know, is this person already registered when we make the selection in January? So you've got to be registered to fish the opens. Um, and you have to want to do video content. You have to want to, um, you have to want to, you know, edit, know that we're going to ask for, you know, a video after each event. Um, and so there is, you know, there's some level of commitment to, um, to building the content. And it's for two reasons. One is we need it. We, we, we want to be able to use it on our end. And two is I think you need it. Um, we want to be able to help you, um, you know, build awareness for who you are. And so part of the exchange is that, uh, on both ends is that we're going to give you a platform to help tell your story. Um, what type of guys or gals are you looking for? I mean, you're the president of Africa, you know, kind of what the company stands for. We've talked a little bit about behind it, but like what, what's, what, what, what stands out to you? What type of angler do you want representing AFCO in 2024 as the boot camp recruit? I, <clears throat> The nice thing about um, bass fishing is there's not a, you know, or, or, or any fishing is I, I don't really care in terms of like, there's not a mold, mm-hmm. um, right? Like I would, we would prefer it someone who's just getting started because I think that's a, a compelling part of the story in terms of, you know, w- um, you know, not, not folks that, which I know maybe there'll probably be a number of them that have fished other tours before that are coming back. To, a crusty veteran with 30 years of experience. Well, I, well, I just, uh, I, I think <laughs> I think part of the compelling, compelling part of the story is the, you know, the journey of, yeah. you know, how d- difficult this really is um, and all that comes with that. And so I think, you know, so, someone who is, who's, who this would be their first time making the elites or fishing at the top level on the, um, the top level of bass fishing. Um, and then, you know, we're, we're, a, we're a, a fairly uh, family friendly, clean, wholesome brand. And so, yep. um, <clears throat> you know, c- comfortable aligning with that value system. And other than that, I don't care, um, it, you know, in terms of, um, you know, the, the rest of it is you've got to be willing to pick up a video camera. I, I think Matt, you had this maybe not problem, but it's weird to film yourself, Yeah, right? There's, it's very uncomfortable. It's very strange or it's a bit exposing. There's a lot of, um, but the reality is that in today's um, age, for most everyone, there's a few exceptions, but for most everyone, if you want to be a, a professional touring angler, you have to get comfortable with that part of the process. You have to get comfortable with the social media side. You have to get comfortable with the digital side. And, you know, the the <clears throat> the guys that are really doing it well, most all those guys are still doing it themselves. The biggest names in bass fishing, it's not like it's not like you just go hire someone and they take care of all of it for you. 
yeah, even even uh, Polinick, Scott Martin, all those guys still very active in their own kind of editing, even content, though they have yeah, they have PM. guys too, but they're all in on it as well. For sure. And you know, they may have guys to do their full videos, but they're doing all their short content. They're doing the, you know, like Swindle films an awful lot of content just in his truck or, you know, just check-ins about uh his life. So I mean, it's 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 a reality for many individuals today um, to become a bat professional bass fisherman, and so this is a part of that process. And we have a uh, we have a you know a, a very talented digital team back at the AFCO staff, mm -hmm. and we love to help you in that process. We love to share you know what we know about what's worked for other anglers. Um, you know, help walk through some of the editing tri tricks. Help talk through about you know basically what we know about digital content. That's that's um, that's for us to share back to you, Matt Fontino, our marketing director is very well versed in that. There's a number of other folks internally. And so, yeah, our, our, our hope is that, um, you know, we can also help. You've got to have an interest and ability and a want to start, you know, full stop. But I, we're, we're there to help support and walk you through that as well. Well said, uh, just a couple details on it. Like I said, this can be found at AFCO.com. You can click on the link in the uh, YouTube show here. It says to be eligible, simply fill out the form, produce a five minute video telling us why you should be the next bass boot camp recruit you have to uh be creative unique and yourself show us what sets you apart from the roster and why you should represent afco throughout the 2024 bass opens elite qualifier tournament season uh, applicants must be registered to fish the 2024 bass opens eq which uh pre-registration for that starts the end of october and then kind of goes through november just based on where you fish before your standings life membership nation membership bass that type of stuff uh fish the 2024 bass opens eq in their own boat and be able to film edit and create their own videos video and basic editing skills are a requirement be advised the afco bass boot camp opportunity and opportunity who has not previously okay the afco bass boot camp opportunity is open to any registered bass open eq angler who has not previously fished at the bass elite mlf bpt or flw tour level so yeah you can't be a for, you, can't you know, it's season pro basically is what yeah, we're looking season for. Season pro. Yep. And uh, then it's a super quick application. Talk about it. Put your video in that you upload to YouTube and you're on your way to being an AFCO yeah. Bass Boot Camp recruit. And I'd say to that end, Matt, and the question you asked earlier too is, you know, be yourself, right? In terms of if you're, um, um, you know, who we want is someone who's going to be themselves throughout the, um, you know, the 20 minutes of video that you're going to produce every, um, you know, after every tournament. And so, Whoever you are as a person, great. That's what we want. Um, you know, come as that person. Show us that person on camera. Show us that on your five minute, um, on your on your five minute application. What makes you different? What makes you special? And um, yeah, that brought back some memories from 2019, Casey, because that first video I did was Amistad, and I caught. I was telling you this right before we went live. I caught two one pound fish, one point zeros, and then I zeroed the second day, and I had a pre tournament video a day one video, a day two video and a post video. And I remember sitting there editing it going, my God, how am I going to make this work? I just finished 109th and caught two one pounders. This is just horribly embarrassing, but it was all part of the process. And I'm glad that I went through that experience to then capture, you know, I think I had three fish that year that got me in a check or a top 10 in the last five minutes that were like wrapped around posts and I was landing them and it was chaos. The whole experience made me a better angler helped with my filming editing and it's uh, like i said it's all because of afco the only reason that i fished at that level that year and then transitioned to bass in 2020 and and uh, i'm still taking cracks at it there's nothing more exposing than bombing a tournament than bombing it like when you've documented and signed up to sh you know sh show it and yeah not only the results posted You've also committed to having to send that off to a company and let them tell that story. But, you know, that's part of the process and that's going to happen. Um, and you you did a wonderful job of uh, of capturing both the behind the scenes stuff and then also on the boat, um, you know, and, and the actual tournament itself. And, yeah, you, you were you were um, uh, fun, fun to watch your videos along the way, Matt, because you, you, you did an exceptional job with it. And all those for both Johnny and myself are still uh, available on the uh, AFCO youtube channel under the bass boot camp tab you can go through and watch all those to kind of get an idea of what you're in for hopefully you figure out how to do it way better than i did it now there's a lot more 
technology available. I just had like a GoPro six just stuck right there and pretty much did everything off of that. But yep. And uh, afgo.com forward slash bootcamp has the, the, the details to enter. And then also like you're saying, also links to those old videos. Exciting. Uh, before I let you go, Casey, like I said, I appreciate you getting up at six 30. I do want to talk about, uh, you know, afgo has been a longtime partner, uh, with BTO with Bass Talk Live. There's a lot of really good outdoor clothing companies that make a lot of really good clothes. One of the things that I'm really proud about uh, and being a part of the AFCO team and the support of AFCO with BTO and, and vice versa is how genuine you guys are caring about the sport, the resources, and being stewards of that. Uh, and that's something that goes back generationally, like we kind of talked about with Mill, obviously with your uh, dad, Bill, who basically that's what he does every single day. He wakes up now is advocate for fisheries, water, ocean, mainly saltwater stuff. But that's something that's continued with you and that there are a number of programs built into AFCO Freshwater as well. Yeah. Um, you know, it was a um, really a, a started with my grandfather and then. Um, you know, he, he, he essentially passed that, that charge down to my dad and my dad took it seriously and spent, there uh, he is. yeah, there's the legend himself. Look at, the, look at how dapper he is. Yeah. Um, you know, and, um, uh, it, my, my granddad actually was the, the, the co-founder of SeaWorld way back in the day. And we haven't been involved for, um, you know, 40 years, but, um, you know, he, 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 in that process, what he had told my father was, um, you know, we, th this, this, uh, greatly benefited our family. And we have a, a responsibility to find ways to look for his, how he said it. We have a responsibility to find ways to look for ways to do good things for the ocean. And so my dad took that seriously and, and then has now passed that, um, legacy on to the, his kids and to the rest of AFCO. And so, you know, um, <clears throat> it's, that's where the 10% pledge came from. 10% of our profits annually go to different conservation groups. Um, you know, dad, and then now myself spent a, a, a growing, Dad really now full-time, uh, but uh, spent a significant amount of time on different conservation issues, CCA, um, you know, got got um, hatcheries set up in California, got long lines and gillnets banned off our coastline. Um, but, you know, part of our, our challenge as we started in the bass fishing was it's not as easy in bass fishing where there's, you know, with the ocean, there's a federal agency in NOAA that you can go through and clean a lot of stuff up through. With bass fishing, all the problems are so regionalized. And so we're still trying to figure that out today, but, you know, there's been a couple of really unique programs. One of those is, um, um, you know, the conservation grants we do with Bass mm -hmm. Nation every year, um, built, uh, I think we have one and then another that we support the live release boats that we send throughout the country, have some pamphlets that we give out on, uh, you know, Bass Care 101 techniques, um, support, uh, you know, everything from, uh, you know, walleye tagging up north to, um, lots of habitat projects. Um, and, you know, different right now, we just were involved in a uh, helping support a study on blotchy bass to just, you know, you, the little like uh, leopard spots that come up on bass. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to decide the if, tattoos. Uh, yeah. And they think it's kind of maybe seasonal and they really? think it's virus. They don't know. Um, they don't think it's necessarily problematic. But they don't. They don't also understand, and so there's. Um, I think. It's oh, like English. you're not talking about the black patches, like the ones that look like Dalmatians. You're talking about like the yeah. kind of splotchy, like the rashes that they get sometimes. No, the the Dalmatian ones. The, oh, okay. So I've always wanted to know what the hell that's from. Um, looking, like if you look up blotchy bass, the Dalmatian-looking bass. You know, sometimes okay. you see it on their yeah, lip yeah, yeah. or on their body, or uh, they think it's a virus, and they think that it peaks during certain months of the year and then kind of goes away. Um, they, they don't necessarily, you know, this is all very early, um, but there's actually a, a company out of Canada. There it is. Yep. Company out of Canada called Angler Atlas. Um, that's trying to get individuals involved in documenting this process and then sending it back to, um, you know, they call it citizen science. And there's actually a lot of it in, you know, from fish tagging to this kind of thing of, mm -hmm. you know, the folks on the water are. It, it's kind of interesting because we, we and then I, I know you got to go, but we run into this. No, we're good, dude. We go as long okay. as we want. We run into this a number of times where, you know, we have all these PhD scientists sitting down telling us something. And then you get a group of fishermen together. And they're like, no, you're just wrong. You know, like, <laughs> I, I, I understand that your textbook says this and a laboratory says this, but you're just wrong. 
Like I, I've seen this, uh, you know, I've, 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 I've been on the water too many days personally interacting with this to, to know. And so there's, um, there's, there's times like that. And then there's, there's times like, um, um, you know, what, with this kind of study, um, where anglers on the water can really scale the data collection side of things. Mm -hmm. Right. And so for, for folks to go out and to try to, you know, zap a bunch of fish or do whatever to collective study them, it would cost, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Well, there's programs to, to be able to go, you know, collect that data. So that's what this blotchy batch study is, but that's one real small component of a, you know, again, of the, the many programs that we, we, uh, we have really built into not just our, you know, our DNA, but, but also, you know, if you work at AFCO, if you go work for, if you spend time volunteering for a conservation group, it's considered work hours and, um, and the rest of it, it's, it's very much a part of our ethos. That's well stated. The next time I'm out in California, you think there's any chance we could, we could, uh, we could work in a BTL from the AFCO headquarters. Let's do it. We can do that for sure. I haven't visited that yet. I hear it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Lot, lots of, um, lots of history on the walls. Lots of, um, it's, uh, you know, the, uh, when we'll get into it when you come out, but big game fishing, the oldest fishing club in the world is in, uh, the tuna club in Avalon. Uh, really? Uh, yep. Three former presidents, uh, Ted Williams, Ernest Hemingway were all members. It's the most incredible historic kind of little piece of fishing history. And, and there's, you know, ourselves, um, um, Shimano, many others were, were, were in, uh, that was there currently in Southern California. And there's lots of origins of big game fishing in our coastline. And so lo lots of that history on our walls. Yeah. When I was down there a couple of months ago, it was the first time I'd really gotten to kind of explore that coastline. And I think LA, Southern California, Laguna beach, OC, but man, you get around that coastline and you go down to some of the beach. It is a community that is based around the water and there's a ton of fishing there's a ton of like really cool fishing like when we were surfing that that dude was freaking catching uh he a little short halibut pulled yeah, it right he off was the catching beach, a halibut right yeah. off of the beach yeah i was there i went back there the next weekend with my kid and two guys were out in the kayak and guy caught a legal halibut and you know you get sea bass there um bat, you know it's it's yeah there's there's phenomenal fishing it's fishing participation in california per capita is really low because mm -hmm. there's lots of people do other things, but it's, it's a, it's a phenomenal fishery. And particularly in the last seven years, our offshore fishery has been, they call it the good old days, you know, the bluefin have showed up that, um, that were never here. They weren't, they were here a hundred years ago and they were gone. Um, and they've showed up in 2015, I think. And it's, it's, but yeah, it's a bit of the good old days currently in California for our offshore fishery. Oh, uh, well, like I said, I'm glad you were able to get me out on the water surfing. It kind of evened out things after I put you through three days of Damiki rigging on Table Rock a couple years ago. It was punishment for, you know, was, I really loved, I really enjoy fishing and I I, I, I I like to catch them, but Damiki rigging for three days straight is not my, uh, <laughs> is not what I would sign up for. I understand Dude. you do it to win a tournament, but it's, it was not my favorite. And I, I kind of struggled with it, you know, in and all it, fairness, I said, do you want to have fun or do you want to try to win? And oh, you, you said, we're you going for me. the you, win. You set me up for it. Uh, but it was neat to watch you do it because there is a, you know, for, 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 I know there's a lot of forward facing conversation going on, but yeah. like, there's a skill to it, man. Like, you know, like we would, you know, you would track down the fish and kind of know which ones maybe we're going to eat and which way they're headed. And I would cast the same fish and, and, um, you know, just miss it. You know, just couldn't, couldn't, it was, it was fun for me to do it side by side with you both front decking and, uh, and, you know, me kind of struggle at it and you have a lot of success. It was helpful for my understanding of the forward facing sonar deal. Uh, two things from that, that I liked about that trip. One, I've never actually seen you like jacked up, like really pumped up. And when you grab that six pounder, you let out like a, like a war cry. Oh yeah. I was stoked. It, <laughs> that was fun and then the other thing that i liked was uh all the guys who it was kind of like an employee deal you beat all the guys who like fish hardcore bass fish in the skills competition <laughs> at the start of that thing you just the smoked everybody that was yeah that was you know there was there was all those guys are better bass fishermen than i am so that uh, uh that made me awfully proud to beat them in the the, the quasi skill it was like you know it was like a fake bone arrow and um mm -hmm. It was, you know, not, not casting uh, accuracy. Casting accuracy the rest. Yeah, that, that, uh, I wore that one proudly. It is. Uh, anything else that I'm forgetting out here before we get Dave Rush on to talk about the best on tour bucks that also includes uh, AFCO? I know you're, it's a work week for you. And like I said, you're in the, in the surf shed and probably have to go in and take care of some business today. 
Yeah, no, that's it. I just thank you for the opportunity to use, um, um, you know, to, to use this time to talk about our, our um, boot camp. Thanks. Thanks for having, you know, kind of uh, paving the way with it. And, uh, uh, you know, pre been fun for me, Matt, watching you kind of grow into your own on the, on the Bass Talk Live and taking off the, in, in the anything we want to talk about now, it's just a bass fishing show and the rest of it's been really cool to, I was sitting here on the sidelines, you know, you sit in the waiting room, mm -hmm. you know, kind of fired up and jacked up watching the intros and you do your thing and um, no, just neat to kind of watch it all come together. And, and thanks for the opportunity here. Thank you. This is uh, Casey Shedd, president of AFCO. Sign up for the AFCO Bass Bootcamp if you are fishing the 2024 Bassmaster Opens. Really cool opportunity. Thanks, Casey. All right. See ya. See ya. All right. That was Casey Shedd. We are going to take a break. When we come back, kind of the second half of the show, the second half of uh, opportunities for 2024 Open Anglers, the best on tour bucks, that press release uh, just dropped this morning, and we will talk to Dave Rush. From Best on Tour, this is BTL on a Thursday, October 19th, and we'll be back right after this. The new Puma STS has been redesigned from the ground up. With the angler, design, function, and performance in mind, nothing on this new offering was compromised, and the only thing carried over from the previous version is the name. Based on the Soft Touch Series hull that started with the flagship Jaguar, this new model is nimble and performs incredibly well at all speeds with either a 250 or 300 horsepower engine. Featuring a new 96-inch wide-body footprint, this hull measures out at 20 foot 7 inches in length. Industry-leading design coupled with tournament-winning performance. The Puma STS from Basscat. Feel the rush. Guys, if you're a construction worker, soccer dad, soccer mom, you want to be outdoors, oh, you've seen the Reaper. This right here is the zip up full Reaper, but it's windproof, folks, windproof. And it actually has the mass built in. It's behind me. I mean, if you can look good, feel good, and stay warm, you better check it out. It's the zip up Reaper. That's right, windproof. Shoreline Boat and RV, dock rash, storm damage, collision repair, that deep scratch or gouge from trying to access that secret creek. Shoreline Boat and RV can get your prize possession back in mint condition and looking good on the water, fast. All repairs are done in-house, so they're able to get your boat or RV back to brand new, quickly. All Shoreline's work comes with a rock-solid warranty. Find out more at ShorelineBoatandRV.com, Kansas City, Austin, and Tulsa. I'm the kind of guy that never leaves a house without a pocket knife, and Gamagatsu's come out with the EDC series of knives. EDC stands for everyday carry, so whether you're on the water or off, you can always have it with you. The best thing about it to me is that assisted open feature. With this D2 blade, you've got it right here at your fingertips, so if you can't find your scissors, you need to cut a knot, you need to cut your braid, you've always got it. Make sure you check it out. Never leave home without your Gamagatsu EDC knife. Born in Japan, using technology, innovation, and precision, Sunline produces the widest selection of fishing lines at the most technologically advanced line factory in the world. Manufactured at the strictest tolerances to produce victories at the highest levels of tournament bass fishing, from household names like Christie, Swindle, and Cruz, to young guns like Cook, Logan, New, and Welcher, they all trust Sunline to take them to the top of the leaderboard. Choose the line that will give you the strength to guarantee your confidence. Sunline. Uh, welcome back, BTL on a Thursday. All right, let's get back to our second half of the show following uh, Casey Shedd, and that is none other than regular BTL contributor, Dave Rush. Casey What's happening, there. man? What's up, Dave? How, How are, are you? you? Good. Thanks for jumping on. Uh, big news coming out of the Best on Tour camp. Obviously, they've my, been my title sponsor for the last three years, so keeping up to tabs on that weekly free newsletter direct to your inbox. If you're not signed up for that, simply go to bestontour.net to get subscribed. But uh, kind of along the lines of the AFCO Bass Bootcamp, giving uh, an angler the opportunity to fish entry fee free 
in 2024, uh, Best on Tour, along with AFCO and Sunline, has rolled out a pretty, uh, a pretty juicy contingency program for Bassmaster Open anglers. Yeah, Matt, it's something we're really proud of. Um, you know, to see where this this news this weekly newsletter has come, just kind of from a conception to now being able to provide some contingency programs for Bassmaster Open EQs anglers is something that you know we're really proud of. Talk a little bit about uh, what it is, what it includes, what the best on tour bucks uh, will be in 2024, because this is a brand new contingency program. And it's if there's 230 in that tournament, is it it's open to 230? It is open to 230. I think the biggest thing to you know start it off with is this is a completely free contingency plan. Um, you do not have to pay to be a member of this. Uh, simply go to best on tour dot net backslash contingency um you know matt will have the links here in on the show and sign up it's completely free um you sign up for one or both of the contingency programs which are put on by sunline and afco you'll receive a kind of a, a starter kit from each uh each company some some swag and also a, a discount code from each company that you can use you know for some online or you know orders to get your gear straight for the season and the highest finishing uh qualifier open zq qualifier that signed up for the programs will re receive a thousand dollars at each event. each tournament so you have the potential potential if you're the highest if you're registered and you're the highest finishing Sunline contingency and AFCO, that's an additional $2,000. And then you go back in, you re-sign up for the next one, and you can do it for all nine. Now, is this boaters, or does this qualify for co-anglers too? So at present time, it's boaters. Okay. Uh, you have to be signed up for all nine Opens EQs, and it is $1,000 per brand, like we said. Mm -hmm. You do not have to sign up for both brands. If you have some affiliations or some reasons, you know, you don't want to sign up for both brands, that's perfectly fine. You can sign up for one or the other or both. $9,000 from Sunline, $9,000 from AFCO, paid out at each event. You do not have to win the event. You just have to be the top finisher that is signed up for the Best on Tour Bucks contingency program for either AFCO or Sunline. So there's literally no catch here. This is just a, this is basically a promotional thing for AFCO and Sunline. You don't have to do it. You're not fishing for anybody else's money. There's nothing like that. Yeah, it's something that, you know, obviously you just had Casey on it and, yep. you know, they're given opportunities to to the open ZQs anglers as far as the bass, the AFCO bass boot camp. Um, you know, it's something we feel really strongly about supporting the guy, these guys. We know how expensive it is to be out there. Obviously, this is just a way to kind of give back to the community, give back to to bass fishing in general. We're starting here. This is a program we hope to expand in the future, um, you know, based on the success of it this season hopefully we get a lot of signups but we just thought man you know let's just try to give back thousand uh, dollars you know from each brand for for each event highest finisher and you know we, we really want to support those those anglers that are supporting the brands that have supported us and it was a great platform and a great opportunity for our partners at uh sunline and afco to give best on tour the ability to kind of host the best on tour bucks contingency program and it be the platform that uh that that lives on and we're really honored to uh be the host of that contingency program yeah along uh the lines of that casey did a really good job of talking about the afco bass boot camp back for uh a third year after a little bit of hiatus since uh 2019 Right. Uh, you're very familiar with that. You know that kind of go a little bit more in depth. If you're an angler who's fishing uh, all nine and you're like, dude, this this is right up my freaking alley. Kind of give a little bit more in depth as to as to that program uh, and kind of what what you feel uh, anglers should should really kind of focus on uh, sh kind of shooting. I guess it's a contest trying to win that contest, sure. I guess. I think, you know, Casey kind of hit, hit some of it on the head and, and just telling anglers to be themselves. Mm -hmm. um, be yourself, you know, don't try to be something you're not, um, you know, kind of put on airs or, or kind of put on a persona because over that, you know, season, it's going to come out, you know, exactly the highs and lows, like he said. So might as well start from the beginning, just kind of kind of being real about the whole process. Another thing I think, you know, anglers do need to understand it, it is it's a, it's a commitment, as you well know, you know, 
yeah. this, is, this is serious business. Um, you know, you have to be committed to not only prepare, be prepared for tournaments, you know, fish the tournaments, but also be prepared to film, make sure all your equipment is, you know, working as far as that goes and be able to edit and also have a pretty quick turnaround so the content can be relevant and, uh, you know, timeful. So that's what I would kind of, you know, stress to people. Um, it, it is it is a commitment, but it's a great opportunity. I mean, you know, think about this. If you if you signed up for the Afco, Afco Bass Boot Camp, you know, uh, program, they pay your opens entry fees. You sign up for the best on tour bucks. You are, have some high finishes there. Mm -hmm. That's a, a lot of money. And anybody can sign up for the best on tour bucks yes. like Gerald Swindle, me. Not comparing, but I'm just saying it doesn't matter where you've been, what your level is, as long as you're fishing as a boater in the opens, you're you can sign up for those two. Yeah, we would have to clarify, you know, on the on the levels of of you know anglers that could sign up for it. I'm not a hundred percent certain. You know, okay. we're going to allow you know elite series, you know, elite series or or BPT pros. I should have probably cleared that before I brought it up. My bad. Yeah. So, but you know, otherwise, yeah, and it's it's not it's not you know affiliated necessarily. You do not have to be a a contestant in the Afco Bass Boot Camp sign up to mm -hmm. be you know in the the best on tour bucks contingency program for AFCO and Sunline. You do have to fish all nine opens. You do have to prove that, you know, you're registered for all nine. You're going to compete in all nine. Mm -hmm. And then it's very easy to sign up. You know, it, it gives you an option of yep. signing up for either one or both. Ask for a little bit of information. You'll receive some, a confirmation email and the kind of swag packs will go out early in the year, early 2024. You'll have your codes. You can, you know, get your line, your, your gear for the season and, you know, basically just go about your business and, and hopefully have some high finishes and, and take some of our money. Yeah. I mean, this makes every single angler, if you're not currently sponsored by a competing clothing or line brand should be registered for this. Absolutely. I mean, I don't see, you know, why you wouldn't do it. Both both companies make great products um, and they're giving away a lot of money. I mean, it's really, really a no brainer, in my opinion. All right. Anything we want to get in here because you do run best on tour and there is a bunch of stuff going on in the industry from the West Coast to the East Coast to the North to the South. I mean, yeah, I, I can't let you go without talking about that, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been a busy week all the way around. Um you know, still time to to receive best on tour in your inbox this morning comes out in about about what, 45 minutes here. So if you want to go to best on best on tour dot net, you can subscribe for free. It's a weekly newsletter it will come out every Thursday morning. Um, you know, new issue comes out today. We touch on a few of the the announcements, the BPT announcements, uh, Kyle Grivers U.S. Open win, a few other cool things in, in this week's issue. Uh, you did mention Kyle Grover's win. You have covered how many U.S. Opens? Eight, nine, ten? I, I think it's it was ten. I think I think we did Jeffries and I did ten years in a row, if I'm not mistaken. And the first COVID year was the year that we did not go out um, and do the live stream. Yeah, explain to the viewers what, especially out on that West Coast with the West Coast angler. Uh, the top three anglers, uh, Patrick Tuian and Bryant Smith, how big of a deal that is for the career, for the win, for the, we'll go Ric Flair on a prestige and honor and glory to win that sucker. Yeah. I think the best way for me to explain it is the, the first year or two that we went out there, it was really eye opening to see this kind of, I mean, you know, I had obviously followed bass fishing from a very young age had read about a lot of these West Coast legends and had heard about the U.S. Open and heard, you know, Rick Clun talk about it and different guys that, you know, came from the Midwest and back East to compete in the U.S. Open and how how big of a tournament it was out there and what it meant to those guys. But to actually get out there and hear those guys, I mean, there were, you know, tons of anglers that you would talk to. And I mean, the best way to put it is, I mean, that is their Bassmaster Classic, that mm -hmm. You know, you talk to some of those guys that grew up fishing out west, you know, it's obviously they would probably love to win a classic, but, it, you know, winning a U.S. Open as far as respect from their peers, West Coast anglers, that's that's as high as it gets. 
those guys are totally invested in that tournament. They think about it all year. They prepare for it all year. I think it, you know, used to be, you know, a lot different to prepare for it when it was, you know, in the middle of July on Lake Mead and the heat. And, you know, we've heard all the horror stories about how taxing it is, but, you know, it, they've had to move it over to Mojave for, you know, the water issues at Lake mm -hmm. Mead, but it's still the U S open. Um, yeah. It's still tough. Like Matt Shura finished in 38th and he had a three day total of 30.19. So 10 pounds a day. And you're talking 185, 190 competitors. And he's still in the top 40 with 10 pounds a day. It, it's still a tough tournament The You know, the, the amount of practice that those fisheries, endure over the week and you know they all say you know by day three it gets really really tough even on a fishery like mm -hmm. mojave you know you had josh bertrand on he was the champion last year and i think the consensus on mojave is it has some really quality fish in it but not maybe a huge bass population you know a little different than the mead as far as you know not the big runs and you don't hear about the narrows and the, the giant winds and, and kind of the lore of like me but like i said still the u.s open and it's something Jury Dan O'Sullivan's article um, from last night, uh, you know, Kyle Grover, it's just something, you know, that guy just, just grew up really, really wanting that that championship, and he's got one now. And, I mean, he's he was a guy that, you know, he was always kind of in the mix when we were out there. So it's not surprising to see him, um, you know, win one of those. It is a uh, new Bass Cat, brand new Bass Cat. I believe Rick Pierce is out there. Yeah, help, sure. Yeah, he's, he's present, out there. So uh, to present the bass cat as well as uh, what 50 60 like a bunch of cash too like 100 that um, that's one of the things we have in this week's issue was i believe if i'm not mistaken it was a hundred fifty six thousand um, dollar on what a sixteen hundred dollar entry fee yeah I, you would know better than me i think you you fished on that well i fished as a triple a and it was like 500 bucks or something like that i think it's you, like you made that work pretty well yeah, I my whole goal I I want to go out and fish one from the front of the boat. Like that's my dream is to do it. It's literally just a matter of scheduling uh with the last 5 years with the Bassmaster Opens. Well, obviously then in 19 I was Afco Bass Boot Camp. There's one on Lake of the Ozarks on top of it. So I haven't been able to go out there since then. So Yeah, pretty you know, cool though, man, to see some I mean Byron Velvic was back this mm -hmm. year. This, some of the legendary guys are are stepping back in and fishing. Um, you know, big inductions there to the uh the one bass hall of fame i mean posthumously aaron martin's inducted his mom was out there to kind of accept the award and some really cool stuff happened out there all right anything else dave no man i mean just we really um appreciate the opportunity for best on tour to kind of be the host of this contingency program for afco and sunline once again mm -hmm. i mean it's it's totally free guys you go sign up you just have to be a bassmaster opens eq angler that's going to compete in all nine events simple easy get a swag pack a discount code to buy your gear and your line and the opportunity to win one thousand dollars per brand per event so nine thousand from sunline nine thousand from afco and come take our money we want to see what happens and then i also think it there might be some cool opportunities there with the uh, AFCO Bass Boot Camp angler to have him on BTL throughout the year to kind of break down how things are going too, similar to what uh, similar to what we did with uh, Ben Milliken this past year. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, the, the AFCO Bass Boot Camp thing is something that it, it's a great opportunity. Um, and I think one thing that, you know, you and Casey touched on a little bit is, you know, Filming yourself throughout every event, through the highs, the lows, you learn a lot about how you fish, the mistakes you made, the success you've had. You know, I mean, I remember you talked about going back and almost watching it like game footage while you're editing and not really knowing that's what you were doing, but saying, man, I noticed, you know, in this day that I didn't do well, I was really fishing a lot faster. Than I, I thought I was fishing slow, but I was really fishing mm -hmm. A lot faster than I thought I, I would be. So I think it's a great, you know, not only financial opportunity for a guy to have his his opens entry fees completely paid, but also, you know, an opportunity to learn. Um, yeah. I would I would suggest, you know, hey, even if you don't get chosen for the AFCO boot camp, AFCO Bass boot camp this year, I mean, you know, kind of go through the motions, you know, kind of fish like you you were chosen. Maybe maybe film some videos, start a YouTube channel because I mean. That is one of the big thing. The biggest thing is that these brands are looking for. I mean, Casey couldn't have said it, you know, any clearer. They need content. They want content. I mean, 
brands do a great job at creating their own content, but organic content coming from anglers and specifically anglers who are on the way up that your average, you know, weekend guys can, can relate to is, is golden right now. Uh, one of the things I always remember looking back on is I would, I would be like, how did I get in that pickle? Man, I had so, I, I still do. I just, I don't do as much of the publishing of the filming as I used to over the last year and a half, which I probably need to return to next year, but it is kind of a grind, but is how many bites I get when I'm screwing around, like not paying attention, taking off a jacket, messing with a graph, looking at a bird, looking at a duck, put, you know, messing with my rods on the front deck. Like you, sh I was shocked at how yeah. many times I was like, not fully engaged when I got a bite. And I just remember thinking like, okay, that is something that I need to step my game up on that I've become consciously aware just from watching the game footage. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, spe speaking of birds, I'd be remiss if we didn't, you know, give a, a shout out there to, to Brett Height. Um, you know, he yeah, had how about that? Did he have good? Do you, any, do you have any updates on him? Uh, he, he posted a social media video for those of you guys that don't know Brett. Brett was at the U.S. Open running down the lake and, and was hit by a fairly sizable bird. Um, or hit a fairly sizable bird, um, had some, some, you know, in his head, had some, some eye damage and, and was really shook up, uh, had to go to the hospital, but he posted an update last night, said he was on the mend. It wasn't, you know, as bad as maybe they thought it was going to be. So looks like some rest and, and relaxation for Mr. Height there. And we're glad everything turned out okay. And hopefully he gets on the mend soon. Uh, Timothy Dube, D-U-B-E, is that Doobie? Or dube, I'm yeah, letting you pick that one. I wasn't sure. <laughs> look, look like all spotted bass. Yeah, uh, you're a Carolina guy, very familiar with Lake Hartwell. Uh, we're halfway through the Bass Nation Championship. You got Will Davis Jr. Uh, just a couple ounces behind in second. Uh, any thoughts on how that's going to go down? I mean, it looks like a, a Hartwell has turned into a juggernaut for those three to four pound spotted bass. It seems in the largemouth, although you can freak show them man, the spots are where the money's made now. And that seems like it's like a four-year kind of flip. Yeah, interestingly, you know, enough, uh, you know, you and I were talking off uh, off air, you know, a few days ago about the uh, uh, Palmetto Boat Center trail, had a championship there, three-day $50,000 deal. And I followed that pretty closely as well. You know, obviously a lot of locals in that one. A lot more largemouth show up when the locals fish. Um, just seems like, you know, it could be, you know, timing or whatever the case is, but it just seems like those guys are a little bit more dialed in on the largemouth. Looking through the gallery and the weights yesterday, it looked like it was pretty much a spotted bass deal. I would expect more of the same today. Um, wild card is we've got a weather system moving through on Friday, going to be some storms, some clouds, rain, wind, pretty quick moving system, but extremely breezy. Wouldn't be surprised to see Friday something flip up and, some of those largemouth show up if, if they're able to get them out there and fish. All right, Dave, I'm going to let you go. Thanks for coming on to talk about the best on tour bucks, best on tour.net link is there. Link is also in the description of the show uh, on YouTube. Applicable. If you're fishing all nine of the, you have to fish all nine to sign up. Yep. All nine. Okay. All nine of the 2024 Bassmaster open EQs. Yeah, and uh, real quick, the, the links that Matt will post are live links. You can go ahead and, and start signing up once you have have signed up for the Bassmaster Open. We, we are in the process of, of making a, uh, a live tab, make it easily navigable over mm -hmm. on bestontour.net. That will be up in the next few days. But yeah, man, sign up. Sunline AFCO wants to give you $1,000 highest finisher at each Bassmaster Opens EQ for all nine events. Um be interesting to see see if people uh, how many how many contingency payouts people get. Wonder if people can win more than one or, or how that's going to play out. I'm going to try. It. Hey, here's a good question. So Will Davis is he's going to be a player in this tournament. He's in the classic already. If he's in the top three here, does that go to the next elite series spot, or will they go down to like the fourth place finisher in the nation? Um, I'm not obviously sure about that. It. it that's interesting because that history, could get yeah. If history you know serves me correctly, they tend to defer to the elite series guys as far mm -hmm. as one more spot down on the elite series because those guys have so much invested in a season. Um, that would be 
that would be interesting. Uh, who who are the? It's I know Scott Martin is one of them. I'm not sure he's the next one on the list. Was it down to 42? I believe so. Cole Sand. So the next one would be David Gaston, and then yeah, Scott Gaston, Martin. and then Scott Martin. So it'd be interesting. Interesting to see. Yeah, but a out. lot of a lot of storylines there at the Bass Nation uh, National Championship on Lake Hartwell that can that can play into the classic in your backyard there at Grand Lake. So yeah. All right, Dave, I'm going to let you go or take a final break of the show when we come back, wrap things up for the week, and then look ahead to the next week of BTL. All right. Thanks for having us on, Matt. All right. See you, Dave. All right. That is Dave Rush from Best on Tour. Make sure you head over to bestontour.net. I always think it's cool that there's a fishing site that has .net because that's for fishing. But anyway, all right. We're going to take our final break of the show. When we come back, wrap things up, look forward to the next week of Bass Talk Live. Are you looking to install your own fishing electronics? The solution is the Bass Tank Power Harness. It takes the guesswork out of installation. No more voltage issues or interference. Designed by an engineer so that you can get professional results right there in your own garage. Installation done right with the help of the Bass Tank Power Harness. You can feel confident knowing that your installation was done right. The Bass Tank Power Harness. Give us a call or order yours today at thebasstank.com. Get the best patterns back by tournament data. Start by finding the best 10% of your lake. Know exactly what to look for and what to throw. After that, you just put them in the boat. Try the Deep Dive app today. Look at that beast right there. Having confidence in your tackle while on the water is one of the main things to success in my opinion. In the last couple years with Denali, I've had just that. From anything from spinning rods, casting rods, tungsten products, even now to casting and spinning reels, I have the confidence to go out there and get the job done and know that all my equipment is gonna handle it and do it just the way I want it. The thing about Denali is you've got great quality products at a great price point, so make sure you check them out. The great thing about the new Sensation Soft Plastics from Big Bite Baits, heavily scented, super soft, buoyant, comes in seven great new shapes. I've got a couple of them of my signature series, the Cliffhanger Worm and the Ramtail Craw. Great for a flipping jig, football jig, swim jig, all that. Several other great shapes. Really excited about it. We've worked over the last year, catches fish all over the country, and I think it's going to catch fish for people everywhere you try it. The Spro Little John crankbait has been around for almost 15 years and it is one of my go-to crankbaits whenever I need a fish in the boat so you can never have enough new colors. That's why Spro is coming out with a handful of new colors including Pearl Shad which has this bleached out white look but it's got this pearlescent really really pretty. We've got Copper Shad which looks amazing in the water. It's got that purple flake on the back really really pops in the water. And then if you want some real pop, we've got Sparkle Shad, nothing but sparkles all over this thing. And then last but not least, we've got the Matte Sexy Shad, just a really different looking color for a crankbait. So you want to give them a little different look, that Matte Sexy Shad is definitely the one to go with. All these colors are available in the original Little John and the MD. Elite Series Pro Daryl Gleason here. My Pro Guide batteries keep me going on those long tournament days and long practice days. Always plenty of juice, never fail. The best part about Pro Guide batteries, it's the people behind the company. They have over 40 years experience in the battery business, keeping all of us fishermen out on the water longer, catching more fish. Check them out at ProGuideBatteries.com. What's up, Bass Talk Live fans? Brandon Polinick here. And ever since I won a couple Bassmaster Elite Series events on X-Zone Lures, I've been getting a bunch of questions of what makes them so special and different. And really, the truth is, it's in the details. The little details, things like no cheap fillers in their plastic, that gives you more lifelike action, more realistic and vibrant colors. But don't just take my word for it. Go to www.xzonelures.com and check them out for yourself. All right, welcome back. Wrapping things up here on BTL. Uh, I'm putting together a pretty good uh, pretty good show for next week. Uh, next Monday, we have Jordan Lee coming on the show. Jordan Lee, I've enjoyed, you know, every year I enjoy talking to Jordan Lee on the show more and more. Uh, he's got some really good perspectives. Uh, I'll, I'm going to ask him to dive into the meeting uh, that just went down with the 
uh, MLF and BPT anglers yesterday. The announcement that the field will be cut to 50 anglers in 2025. Different structure as far as uh, what is going to be uh, aired. The format going back to every fish counts. A lot of uh, changes in 2024. Also, uh, some interesting, <laughs> some interesting comments on uh, on social media. You guys can go out and find all that if you want to find info and uh, reaction to what's going on at MLF. Plenty of info and shows out there that you can watch on that. Uh, all very entertaining and uh, a lot of different perspectives going on on that. But anyway, Jordan Lee. Possibly a couple more anglers coming on Monday. Then Tuesday, uh, brand new Elite Series angler and the Million Dollar Man winning it on Table Rock with uh, Tucker. Well, that was two years ago now, or last year. Uh, Logan Parks. Logan Parks will be on the show. He's going to talk about like this uh, chaos high school college fishing kind of combination hybrid deal he's got going on. And then obviously we're going to talk to him about uh, about qualifying for the elite series. And then on Wednesday, uh, we're going to do a U.S. Open wrap up show. As of now, kind of depending on who we can get on those guys are. I mean, they're out in the desert. They're kind of hard to get a hold of right now. But yeah, big shout out Casey Shedd for jumping on the show today. Dave Rush, make sure you guys go check out uh, the AFCO Bass Boot Camp for 2023 and just check out AFCO uh, in general. Like I said, really proud to be working with them. They put their money where their mouth is uh, and make really quality apparel, but also care about not only the anglers, but the environment, everything that goes along with that. Uh, and then also the best on tour bucks for both uh, AFCO and Sunline. All right, that's all we got for today. Uh, that's all I got for the week. We did two shows yesterday. We did Den Ben Milliken jump back on. He went to Disney World and then he came back and did a live show, his first full interview. Uh, talking about qualifying for the Bassmaster Elite Series last week at the Harris Chain and the Bassmaster Open. Well worth a listen to. Very candid, kind of walks through his entire season. Uh, I would definitely say the one of the two biggest stories right now is a guy with a half million followers uh, on social media introducing all of them to the tournament fishing world the last year on the uh, Opens and then taking his talents to the Bassmaster Elite Series and then the uh, MLF strategic plan for 2024 and the Bass Pro Tour uh, for 2024 and beyond. But all right, this has been another edition of BTL. Talk to everybody on Monday. See ya.